once again joining me is Jason and Joseph. So good morning, good afternoon, good night. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, so good to have you guys on with me again. And um, thank you for everyone who's listening. Um, really exciting news that we now have a few more countries who are listening. So we have Australia, United States, Zimbabwe, Germany, Hungary, Singapore, and Jamaica. So, thank you guys so much (laughs) for listening to our podcast. It's really awesome to hear that we've got all those countries now listening. And um, a new thing that we've got going now if you listen to our podcast, remember to check out our Facebook page and to write in a comment there where you're from, that you've been listening to the podcast, and your name. And you will get a shout out next week. So that's something that we've got on now. So looking forward to that, seeing who we will find um, watching or listening, I should say, <laughs> um, to our podcast. So that's really exciting. Um, and we've got a very interesting topic that I mentioned a little bit of last week. And it is distressed, depressed, or at rest. And what do you guys think about that topic? I think that's quite concerning, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. But I like the last like two words: at rest. At rest. So or there rest, is hope. Not at. Yeah, at rest, rest. Like it's, <laughs> it's one thing. <laughs> and last week's episode we mentioned uh, about Corrie ten Boom and this actually comes from her as well. It was a quote that she did where she said, if you look at the world, you will be distressed. If you look within yourself, you will be depressed. But if you look at God, you will be at rest. So we're going to be going through those different aspects and seeing what she really meant by those words that really seem to there is you know um as joseph said there's a sense of hopelessness in there but there's also a sense of hope so what do you guys getting into our first thought yeah about distress what do you guys think about distress and what she said is that if you look at the world, especially, you will be distressed. So what are things that cause us distress and how and why does this happen? Distress can be caused from uh, pain mm. physically or you can actually make a choice and actually choose that you want that event or that thing that has happened to someone. Um, to pain you and to cause stress but I think stress is really just uh, mostly a choice unless it's actually physically upon you so I try and make it a choice of that things that you can't control um, just give it to God yeah and what about you Jason what are your thoughts on distress uh, distress distress can also I mean I know you mentioned pain there so it could be physical pain it could be sort of emotional pain but it could also be um, sadness as well um, a lot of people experience distress, often saddened by a situation. Um, 
and uh, in a state of, of worry or you know just worrying about a situation that is you know causing them distress so I suppose you know you sort of can incorporate a lot of these worry extreme worry sadness or pain whether it be emotional physical or otherwise um, yeah I, I suppose you know um, we, we none of us are exempt from that then based on you know that definition we could become distressed um, mm. extremely worried about something or sad or yeah experience pain mm. so I think the the meaning that I got from the dictionary about distress was it means extreme anxiety sorrow mm. or pain so you guys were right on the ball with sorrow and pain and the anxiety as well and I find that a lot where especially before I would get like anxious when the news was on and stuff like that because it's like oh what stuff is happening now and yeah it caused me to stress to have like a bit of anxiety about what's going on and in the world there's so much uncertainty like people always saying now like we don't know when we're just going to be like in lockdown one day you're free next day all those cases we're back in lockdown we're back in square one and I think that is just one cause you could say of distress, where it's just like there's uncertainty about the future. I don't know what's mm. going to be happening. But isn't there uncertainty about everything? Any so many variables in life that you can't control. Uh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to me, that doesn't really like COVID lockdown or something like that. It doesn't make an impact on me. Like no matter, I, I, well, this is how I come to mature um, over time. I don't know if I'm just so too mature. Even is that, is that just such a thing? <laughs> too mature. <laughs> oh, like, 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 even if I've lost my car, lost my job, don't have any more income, I don't know where to get food or or transportation or communication, and I'm left with nothing. I think to myself that everything that I have gained all up until this point now wasn't because of myself but was because of God's blessing and mm. um, by God's will if it is to remain or go away uh, just like the story of Job I'm not going to fret too much about it so that's where I am and I know that stress isn't stress can be healthy to a point I think you were mentioning mm. last week Jason mm. but to me I think that majority amount of stress is is quite negative impact to health, chronic health, um, causes to different illnesses, even to making it uh, any illness much more worse than what it already is. So I'm, in my opinion, I think um, I found rest in God. So I'm jumping the gun there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like there is some people, they will get more distressed about certain things than other people. Like, mm-hmm. For me, you know, there's some things that trigger anxiety for me. And that can be um, a scream. Okay, like a scream of pain will get me shaky. Just because what I've been through. So it's just like, I will get distressed just by hearing that. Because of what I've been through. And like, it can be something simple like that. That just causes a negative reaction in your body. Whether yeah. like that's a feeling of pain, like someone's gone and um, done something bad to you. And then like whenever something just reminds you the slightest bit, you feel that pain, that sorrow, anxiety, whatever it is. 
and it brings it back. And I think that is probably another thing that a lot of people struggle with is that it's the past experiences as well that go and contribute to that a lot. Yeah, that's interesting because I think, um, well, let's say that no one is sort of free in a way from from experiencing all those things that you mentioned. You know, um, but what if what if we're having like a pandemic of distress? What if it's something that's affecting the whole world and and like you know very few people like Joseph are immune. <laughs> How they're in their country location. Funny enough, I found this verse in um, in Luke chapter 21, where he talks about the end of the world and about you know about 25, the the signs of his coming. And uh, in verse 25, it says, "Men's heart." Sorry, that's 26. It says, "And there should be signs in the sun and in the moon and the stars and and upon the earth distress of nations." with perplexities the sea and the roar and the sea and the waves roaring men's heart failing them for fear mm. but looking after those things which are coming upon the earth for the powers of the heaven shall be shaken and I'm like well the whole nations are going to be distressed yeah. people are you know it's a, it's a pandemic really doesn't it sound like a pandemic of distress yeah um, but what's really causing it you know um, as you said before, like maybe the news. <laughs> I remember last year, yeah, just turning on the news, going, "Oh no, now what?" You know, yeah. now uh, what's going to happen next? Can you really find an example when you watched the news last time that there was they talked about something positive? Really? Nah. No. No. Neither. The news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we used to enjoy that. It used to be a past time you know before it's like watching the news but now it's switch it off really mm. um, it's not good news yeah but it's fake news isn't it no news is good news yeah <laughs> <laughs> and another point that was said in what Corey Tembom said was depressed and depression is so um prevalent in the world today and globally there are more than 264 people of all ages suffering from depression that's a lot of people 264 million people Um, a million okay wow and in australia one in every six australians are currently suffering from depression between the ages of 16 and 85 years old which makes that about one point uh, one six million in Australia, mm. wow. and like that's a lot of people to yeah. have this. And once again, what causes us depression? How and why do we get depressed? What's the, what's the difference between depression and distress? I think depression has got to be so. The diagnosis has got to be more than. Uh, I think it's more than four weeks of feeling low, sad, unable to shake that. Mm-hmm. Whereas distress, it can be, you know, it can just last for a moment, for a little time. Yeah. Depression, I think, is as longer lasting. Mm. Yeah, good. Have you experienced any depression, uh, Delphia, Jason? I don't think so. By that definition, by Jason's definition, four weeks. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> 
I think I've, I've, I've experienced distress before, but not, yeah, not depression. Um, what's the final other? I think it is for a, a set period of time. I can't mm. exactly. Do you have any practic- practical uh, tips that we can give to our listeners that, um, that can mitigate the risk of um, being to the point of depression? Or even if you are depressed, how do you get yourself out? Well, um, I just want to share with you, Dr. Neil Nedley, um, he actually talks about depression and he's got what they call the four hit hypotheses. Mm. So basically he's got eight categories whereby if you have four of these categories, you're, um, you're, you're a higher risk of being you know, diagnosed with depression. Basically, he's got four of these eight. So listen and see what you think. So the first category is developmental. So, you know, how you grow up, basically, if you've, if you've been sexually abused while you're growing up or you've got a history of depression as an adolescent or you've hit puberty quite early, um, that could give you some developmental hit to how you've been raised. Um, the other hit as well is the nutrition. So if you've got low tryptophan or low um, omega-3s or low vitamin D or folic acid, um, there's a high chance that you will probably be having a, um, a nutritional hit. Then there's the social hit, absence of social support or negative and stressful events, low social class or socioeconomic class, being raised by your grandparents, that would make you depressed. Um, immediate or an immediate family or someone who's an alcoholic or, or, um, or a drug addict. And then there's a toxic hit. You've got high levels of lead, high levels of mercury, high arsenic, bismuth, or other toxic um, toxins, or just high exposure to toxins. You could be at a risk as well. And then there's a circadian rhythm hit. So not getting good enough sleep. So you need, you need probably about nine hours sleep per day. Um, if you're an insomniac or regular insomniac, that could affect you as well. Not having regular hours of sleeping or eating, that could also affect you. For those people who are also addicted to alcohol, cigarette, tobacco, or heavy caffeine use, or recreational drugs, including marijuana, and other benzodiazepines as well, and, and um, chronic narcotic cons- consumption, they have a, also have a risk of that developing um, as well and then there's three more categories so the lifestyle category that is not exercising enough being overweight or um, really breathing fresh air also the medical category having a stroke or head injury or terminal cancer or if you had some problems with your frontal lobe so people can have frontal lobe damage um, yeah so these are these are the eight categories and so if you have more than four of these then you're at higher risk of depression, according to the HIT hypothesis. Mm. Any and of those? Yeah. Um, something else I was going to just mention is that in Australia, 75% of mental health problems occur before the age of 25. Mm. So a lot of young people are being affected whilst about... 10 to 15 percent of older adults suffer from depression as well so this is all different age groups not just you know one particular class even though young people um really suffer from it as well yeah 
Wow, that's interesting. Um, I, I think young people are a different risk category, aren't they? Mm. Mm. Particularly um, the social side of things, maybe yeah. addicted to social media. Mm. <laughs> and they're still developing too. Yeah, because your brain hasn't been developed properly, has it? No. Okay. And I think, I think that's um, another thing that Mm -hmm. um, uh, young people tend to really um, put themselves down a lot of the time, the stuff as well, like we'll make a mistake and, you know, I saw something is just like, um, they're trying to go and take this thing that's happened, you know, this person's stuffed up. And they're like, okay, you know, this is a mistake and you're going to look at it as being a mistake and you're going to learn from it and you're going to do it again. And then the other person was just like, no, I'm trash. That was trash and I'm never doing that again. And I think Mm -hmm. this is a lot of the time how we look at things is, you know, you get one thing wrong and it's like, well, I'm, I'm stupid. I'm this, I'm that. How could I have done that? And, you know, we put ourselves down so much and it's like, you're learning. Don't worry. Like you're not like, you didn't know, like you stuffed up. Like, as I said, it's a mistake. You got to learn from it. But a lot of the time we just go into this attitude straight away that, oh, I'm no good. Yeah. It's kind of like the all or nothing mentality, isn't it? Mm. And um, when you fail, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty tough. Pretty tough on young people, because, mm. but you know, you, you can learn from your mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just going and changing that mindset instead of, oh, I'm useless because I yeah. stuffed up. It's, oh, I can learn now. And yeah. I've learned something that I wouldn't have learned before if I didn't make the mistake. Yeah. So I think it's all about the outlook of things as well. Um, and then getting on to our, the last part of this about uh-huh. rest and rest is peace of mind or spirit. And as uh, Joseph said earlier, he got to the point quite quickly. How do we find rest and what gives us rest? Mm, well, here in Matthew uh, chapter 6, verse 25, it says, Jesus speaking um, to the points, um, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, for ye shall put on. For what ye shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment. And then it goes on to talking about how about the fowls in the air and how that the father feeds them. But so how much more are you more important than they? And he goes on and consider the lilies of the field. And it goes on and on and on like this. So um, I really did take this to heart and learned this a while ago that really you need to put your whole trust. And another word for trust is faith in God that he will be able to provide all all the needs and that really um, makes helps me go to sleep at night really <laughs> um, yeah and um, yeah it gives me good rest and I wake up uh, tomorrow and uh, I'll, I'll be good <laughs> and I think like I think Matthew in um, the book of Matthew it also says that sufficient to the day is the evil thereof so you've got enough on, enough on your plate today 
yeah learn to worry about the future which i think a lot of people they're trying to work out what they're going to be doing in the future and they're not just worrying about today and today is like as i said big enough you know we're humans like we don't need to be worrying about you know everything that's going on and i think another verse that really goes and illustrates this well and is basically Cory Tambum's quote is Psalm 43 verse 5 where it says why art thou cast down o my soul and why art thou disquieted within me hope in god for i will yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my god and i think that's really just wraps it up so nicely why thou cast down why why are you depressed o yeah. my soul why are you distressed within me and then it gives a solution hope in god and one of the things i found with you know i've um struggled with like anxiety and stuff like that a bit and um guilt things like that and what i found is giving up is key and a lot of people would think giving up like no you've got to try and get through this i'm like yeah but when you give up and you let god take over like i don't yeah. just like give up on life give up your life to god and then i think that's one of the keys cuz otherwise you know you're just going around in circles all the time trying to work to you know help yourself get out of this you know state but you know you can't in with within yourself and just taking hold of god's strength goes and just changes everything i think wow i think on the, on the um yeah on a spiritual level that is you know, uh, important. But um, I was talking to a friend of mine today, and you know, like um, they say that well, insomnia is one of the hit categories. And I think people don't also get enough physical rest. If you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, spiritual rest is important. We need to be like, you know, um, we need to be in Christ and experience that freedom from worry and, and from stress and all this anxiety and, and depression but also uh, physical rest is important as well and i like what um um the wise man solomon back to solomon again in ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 12 he says the sleep of a laboring man is sweet whether he eat little or much but the abundance of the rich will not suffer him to sleep mm. <laughs> It's a, it's a precarious situation, isn't it? And you got so much money, but you're still not enjoying the sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and here it says that a man that is laboring, his sleep is, is, is sweet, whether he has little or much to eat. Mm-hmm. It, it's a beautiful promise that we know that when you're, when you're busy and you're active laboring, um, your, your body will physically enjoy that rest more. And it's the same component as well in the spiritual. When you're spiritually laboring, your body will enjoy that rest even more. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I just thought that was an interesting uh, tidbit there. Mm. Mm. I do want to provide some value to our listeners. So speaking to the kids that go- going to school, um, I, I know that when I was going to school that I had quite stress and anxiety um, of the pressures of teachers, parents, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to do? You have to pick the courses that you need to, that you need to have to be in the career that you want to be. 
and I was thinking, oh, which course I want to be? Oh, which which job? I don't know. Oh, someone help me. And then you ask your friends, what are you going to be? Oh, I'm going to be this. Oh, what do you want to be? Oh, I'm going to be this. Oh, for me, I don't know what I want to be. So don't stress too much. You're still in that stage in life. Just focus day to day in in your studies and um, at, as try and achieve. Um, I know that you're trying to achieve to be somewhere great, someone successful, to have all these materialistic things in future. But all these little wins that you do um, throughout the day does add up to the big wins. And it's really about the journey than than the destination there. So I just want you guys to focus on that. And for the people that are in jobs, I just want to put a message out to theirs. Don't worry um, about now that you're in the sea of life and there's so many factors and that could um, hinder you I, I put a special message out to you that just start your day with worship and with God because um, without that the whole day could be um, not not the way that it should so I think that with God's hand and when we say that oh, we want you to give up yourself to God it's not really giving up it's just acknowledging that God has a bigger hand to play into controlling your life to make it in a better way even though you want it to be this way God has a better plan um, that you might not see it coming so those are the two um, listeners that I just wanted to um, put a special message out of value Hmm. thanks for that Joseph for me who's trying to work out what I want to become um, (laughs) and who still have got to decide that and who changes her mind every five minutes about what she wants to be um, you know I think it is really important to um, stay focused but you know there's so many options in life you know that you don't you may think that you're going to be good in one field but then God totally shows you a different field that'd be you know just perfect for you and I think that's one of the things that we've got to really uh, be mindful of that there's a right there's ways that you know we think are perfect for us and then you know your life gets completely changed upside down you're somewhere completely different than what you thought and it's like oh I didn't think I'd be here, but, you know, God changed my life around and got me here. You know, it's crazy. I never expected this or even thought of it. So I think that's something really cool as well that, you know, God is willing to do for us is just lead us in the way that we should go and the way that is exactly right for us. And in wrapping up... um, Jason and Joseph, do you have any final thoughts that you guys would like to share? Um, yeah, I'd like to share my final thoughts. Just going back off that, the laboring man in his um, sweet sleep. Um, the Bible talks about having a, a rest as well at the end of the week after your six days of labor. Um, and uh, you can experience what is known as the Sabbath rest. At the end of it, of that six days, this is basically just taking time to come away from the usual stuff that you generally do, take a break from the world and from all the things that causes distress and anxiety and depression, and just spend some time with your Creator. You know, spend some time, spend some time to reflect on, you know, um, yeah, your life and God's purpose and plan for your life, and allow that to, um, to. Just fill your life, I suppose, with meaning. Mm. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts. Absolutely, 100% agree with that. 
as you know i think a lot of people don't get enough rest with everything being 24 7 nowadays it's just like like i need my sleep um and just rest um mentally physically emotionally and spiritually so um and joseph what are your final thoughts oh my final thoughts i've got uh interesting facts um but i wanted to also touch on that point of the sabbath day that jason was um just talking about on so we know that um we get uh, the months from the lunar calendar, how the, month, uh, the moon goes around the Earth. That's, that's how we get the lunar. Um, the day, 24 hours. So that's how long the Earth takes to spin on its axis. And then uh, we get the year from how long it takes the Earth to go around um, the sun. But where do we get the seven-day cycle, really? Like, where does it come from? Like, um, if you have a, an, an alternative answer, I'm welcome for any comments or suggestions. Um, you can pop down below um, but for me I, I just only know it from the creation and from the Bible account um, historically of over many different cultures and backgrounds and and ar- around the globe so um, the interesting fact that I have uh, for the Sabbath day of rest is that um, bees um, they also have a Sabbath rest uh, they don't go around and working on, on Saturday I'm just trying to find it here on my phone but um, feel free to uh, google it and look that up but um, yeah that's my little interesting fact um, um, about the Sabbath and and, and that so um, I do like to um, as we open into Sabbath now um, in this point in time um, happy Sabbath to everyone who's listening and um, yeah I hope you have a good rest of your week thank you mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't realize about the bees. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, that uh, they're little Sabbath keepers. Um, <laughs> so it was great being on and just looking at distressed, depressed, or at rest. And I hope that all our listeners are able to find rest with God and um, especially on the Sabbath. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. And once again, go to our Facebook page and uh, remember to go and. Um, Put your comment in, where you're from, and um, what your name is, and that you've been listening, and we'll give you a shout out next week. And remember to check out our, our website. Um, Jason, do you have that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, our website is avenvalley.adventist.org.au. Awesome. So go there and um, we're also sponsored by the Avon Valley Seventh-day Adventist Church. Remember to check out our YouTube, Facebook and Instagram pages for more content. And until next time, have a safe week and God bless. God bless. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye.